Welcome to the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. Tonight's episode is all about WWE's premium live event, Backlash. As always, we're being joined by some fat guy in Ohio, Brian, and we're introducing a new guest to the show, my old friend and ally and old tag team partner, Scotty Too Hottie. Join us on tonight's episode as we talk about the WWE's premium live event, Backlash. Welcome to the Cosmic Conversion Show with Tim and Dr. Love. Tonight, we are going to talk about our predictions from the WWE's premium live event, Backlash. And we're going to make our predictions for WWE's premium live event, Night of Champions. It's going to be in Saudi Arabia. And as a special bonus, our trio has now turned into a quattro. I've invited on a long time and an old team partner, Scotty Duhai. Scotty, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, everybody. Scotty Duhai here. The GM Parts Consultant, longtime friend of Cameron. Ready to get this show on the road. Yes, and, and Cameron is known as Dr. Love in the wide world of podcasting, and we're, we're glad that you're here, Scotty. It's going to be a fun episode. I, we're going to quickly review Backlash, and then we're going to go into Night of Champions, especially because Scotty wasn't with us for the Backlash prediction show. Uh, looking back at Backlash, the, there were seven matches total on the card. Uh... Quick rundown of how the predictions turned out. Dr. Love went 6-1. and one. Brian and I went 5-2. and two. Uh, There were seven matches as mentioned. Uh, the first one, looking back now, uh, that's on the sheet here, and we're just going to run with it. Uh, Bianca Belair defeated Io, Io Sky by pinfall in the singles match for the Raw Women's title. Uh, I will start with how I thought the match was. It was definitely a match that I was a lot more interested in than a certain match that we're going to talk about probably next, actually, um, which is the Rollins and Moss match. We'll, we'll get to that, though. Uh, I give the rating a match rating of just a 7 out of 10. I'm still waiting for the implosion of damage control, and now that Dakota Kai has a torn ACL, we're probably going to see that sooner rather than later. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm going to turn it over to Brian to see what he thought of the Bianca Belair Eosky match at Backlash. Brian. Well, uh, it was one of the ones I was looking up to because these two ladies are probably some of the, I want to say, more talented ladies as an arsenal to their um, moveset that they have. It just it it kind of fell a little short for me. There wasn't as big a spots as I thought there was going to be in a match, and then with damage control getting involved, which you kind of expected, um, 
it just it's like you said it's it, it might be setting up for the implosion of damage control because Leo starts screaming Japanese at um Bailey and uh Dakota's not there to, to quote unquote translate for her. So which I kind of think is funny. Um but yeah, uh it was your typical we're going to keep Bianca on top match where she's, you know, all right in the beginning, then she gets a crap beat out of her and then she comes back in the middle and then near the end she starts to go down again and then Bianca takes over at the end and wins. It's one way or another. So uh, definitely along the lines of 7 out of 10 with you on that. I might even go as low as 6.5 because it didn't quite muster up as much as I thought it was going to. But it, it was still a pretty good old match overall. Yeah, honestly, I think it was a pretty good match. It's just... Like you said, there are a lot of low spots and not a lot of high spots. As in, I'm more of a fan of the high-powered offense that I feel like we usually see, especially from Bianca. And it just didn't seem like it was there. Uh, at least was- there just need to be a little bit more high-flying action. Like you know, Bianca can can come off the top rope and almost jump as high as Montez, if not higher than Montez. True. I was looking for something like that. And you know, Eo's always you know making these. these from the middle rope to the top rope or jumping up to the middle rope and doing flips and twists and and it just didn't seem like there was enough there this time. I agree. I'm going to go over to Scotty and see if he has any uh, opinions of the Bianca match, the Bianca Yo match from Backlash. Well, first of all, the, what really made this show uh, from start to finish was the crowd. It was a was an excellent crowd in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And the longer longer the match went on, the more the crowd started to turn against Bel Air. And you could see from the match that how the match was going, Bel Air was starting to act less and less like a baby like a baby face and starting to really turn on turn on the heel. So overall I give I give it was a pretty good match. I, I'd say about a B plus, uh, in my opinion, um, definitely seems like damage control is going to be on rolling towards an implosion here soon, especially with Dakota Dakota Kai injury. And I think it was a really good choice for Eo Sky to go with her own music instead of the instead of the damage control thing uh, music. But uh, like I said, B plus, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I I did find it interesting that she came out to her own music as well. I forgot to point that out, and I'm glad you did. Uh, but but I appreciate that. Over to Doctor Love. Uh, what do you What did you think of the match? Well, I mean, for an opening match, it was definitely better than other opening matches that we've seen before. Um, match rating. I what did I give it before? I believe it was a six. I yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Um, definitely a six out of ten. I feel like there could have been a lot of more high-flying action. Um, and Bailey obviously winning, correct? If I remember no, correctly. Uh, no, Bianca uh, won over EO. No, Bianca. <laughs> Bianca, not Bailey. Why am I thinking Bailey? Yeah, so I think... Um, I think I got that that prediction right, but it's like I feel like there could have been a lot more to it, more high flying action. Um, 
But as you guys said, I think there definitely is going to be an implosion of damage control. Especially now that they're on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I give it maybe a couple of months, a couple of premium live events before EO Sky. And we've seen EO Sky versus Bailey match, you know. So, uh, but yeah, that that's my opinions of the match. And we'll go ahead and move right into the next match. And I'm going to institute a special rule for this match only. Okay. You are only allowed to describe this match in one word. It's the Seth Rollins versus Omos match. At least three of the four of us are not Omos fans. Uh, just the Omos MVP pairing is not something I'd like to see continue. In fact, I wish it was done already. And yeah. So, I'm going to start with my one word for the Seth Rollins Omos match. That word is meh. And my rating is 3 out of 10. So, Dr. Love, what is your one word um, summary of the doc- of the uh, Seth Rollins Omos match? Snooze. <laughs> I and that that's my one word description of it, but I felt so bad for so Seth. So did I. But yeah, uh, what was my match rate? What was my match rating for uh, before? Five. Yeah, that's being dropped down to a three and a half. Yeah, I uh, that looking that, back at the predictions, you said five, I said four, and Brian said three. I think Brian wins on the rating scale. Um, I would say this match Side should have been point the number one. No, it's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think this match should have probably have been the open match. It really should have been, but you know, but yeah, so it should have been the moving. not on the card match. <laughs> better so uh moving on so uh brian your one word summary go i don't have a word i have a sound it's oh okay that works that's my one word i'm i'm lowering my rating to a two and a half and that's all i'm saying the only reason it's getting a two and a half is because who does a stop off the top rope that's it true that was the best part you know, I actually thought the best part. I'm done I actually thought this. the best part was the ending. You know when it ended. <laughs> all right, Scotty, what's your one word summary? The best part would have been if it True. didn't happen at all. What is your one word summary, Scotty? Scotty, if you're talking, uh, Fine. One Scotty, what's your one word summary? You got one. Fine. What was that? I okay. said fine. But what was what's your rating for that match? I give okay. it a C plus. I mean, this probably says more about how well Seth Rollins sells more than it does about Omos. But this has been this is the best performance we've seen from Omos since since his debut. Um, I agree with Cameron. This probably should have been the opening match. At I mean, clocked in at. 
10 minutes, 10 and a half minutes. Really should have been uh, at the at the beginning of the car, not second one in. No, I definitely agree with that. Uh, my last comment, and then we're going to move on. It's a shame they had the bathroom break match this early. Just saying. Love Rollins, but... Yeah, alright. The third match of the night was Austin Theory versus Lashley and Bronson Reed for the U.S. title. Uh, Theory, of course, won the match. Uh, I thought this was a, a much better match than the second match of the night. Um, I really would like to see Austin Theory win by some way other than basically lucking his way into the, the into a championship win. Uh, but then again, this is Austin Theory we're talking about, and this is 2023 we're talking about. So I I get it. Give the match rating a seven and a half out of ten. Um, I'm starting to like what I see from Bronson Reed. I think it's going to be. I think Bronson's going to be a a bigger star in WWE than I originally gave him credit for. I'm I'm looking forward to that, seeing how he does. But he's not ready for title gold or any gold just yet. And Lashley, can we just move him out of this feud already? He can be doing something else. So over to Dr. Love next for his take. Well, this match was actually a lot better than what I thought it was going to be, I believe. What was my match this rating on This match, it? you put a 7.5 on it. Um, keep it at 7.5, but definitely was a little bit better than what I was expecting. I think Austin Theory definitely held his own with uh, the other two. Um, for some reason, though, I can't remember if I actually really watched it. I mean, I may have been doing something else. I was just ca- catching highlights, mm. <laughs> to be honest with you guys. Um, but I think Austin Theory's really has really improved on his character um, ever since, you know, the old man isn't involved anymore, really, per se. But I think he's grown into his character for sure. I agree with that, and, and so. I, I do think since Yield Fart's not there anymore, yeah, I went there uh, gu- guiding, quote-unquote, him along. It's He's been more tolerable, if that makes sense. So I, I do mm-hmm. I can't agree with that sentiment. I'm going to go to Scotty next instead of uh, Brian here. Scotty, what did you think of the uh, theory Lashley Reed triple threat? This was your run of the mill three way bout. Heels always dominate the match until one of them turns on the other, try to win from themselves. Um, that said, you could definitely tell from the crowd reactions that Bron- that Reed was definitely the preferred. Uh, competitor over Lashley. Lashley was definitely third wheeling here. Um, surprise, surprise. Fairy steals a win. Um, pretty good match overall. I give it a B. But uh, this really should have been 
Reed versus versus Theory. Lashley didn't really have a place here. I agree, definitely. And over to Brian. Well, the reason why Lashley was in this was a sorry we didn't get you in WrestleMania because Mr. Bray Wyatt is injured still. That's pretty much the only reason why he was thrown into this mix was a sorry you didn't have your WrestleMania moment against Bray Wyatt for him being injured. So we'll let you win the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal and we'll give you some, you know, airtime on uh, Backlash. But other than that, you know, I actually have no idea who won this match. I didn't even watch it. Well, I know that, but I'm just saying I didn't even watch it because I had my bathroom break. That literally took a bathroom break during that. So, but I watched it like a couple days later, so I could have gone back and rewatched it. But I really didn't care that much because I already knew who was going to win. Pretty much. Austin Theory was going to win, retain his title. I have a feeling they're going to set something big up soon. I thought they were going to do something for Night of Champions, but, you know, seeing how Night of Champions is supposed to be the night that every title is defended. But for some reason, the U.S. title isn't being defended. The SmackDown Women's Championship, or Tag Team Championships, are are being defended. Although they are doing a tournament because of Liv and Liv's injured. Um, so if you, if nobody has known yet, Liv got injured and they vacated the titles. But um, and the other one is the uh, as Cam so covetedly likes to call it the Uwu title, um, where Roman is now fighting for the tag titles instead of defending his own titles. So what's the other? What is what is one of the other championships that's not uh, being defended? I think, I think that's all of them. I think pretty much. Yeah, because I got rid of the 24-7, 7-Eleven, I-95 South once <laughs> Truth got hurt. It was yeah. no longer relevant because he wasn't around to do his fun stuff with it. It was a nice concept yeah. while it lasted, but, you know, eh, it was more fun that um, R-Truth beat the record for most title reigns than uh, Ric Flair with, I think, 47 <laughs> Yeah, something like that. I don't know how many times he was the the twenty four seven champion. Yeah, but they probably, both, they're not. He probably has the rec the the most interesting places that he's won a title. You know, like after a wedding, on a airplane. hotel bed at a golf course, <laughs> air, on an airplane. You know, just the fun stuff. That's and the only take- thing that made that title interesting. And to say twenty years ago he was yeah. the NWA world champion. Yeah. And now he's a he's a sideshow. Mm-hmm. Now he's now he's recovering from an injury. He's still behind, I think he's behind the scenes still though. All right, we're gonna move on to the uh So but yeah, uh, we're gonna yeah, move on that's to the pretty fourth, much it. Uh, uh, match of the show. Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. And I'm gonna s I'm just gonna come out and say it. Seeing Zelina Vega in tears. Because you know she's in front of her, basically her hometown crowd. That that was good. That was that was that was good. It really was. Um, I did enjoy the match. I mean, I think we all knew Zelina wasn't actually going to win, 
But I would like to see an actual another Zelina Rhea feud down the line. And the way things are going with the LWO and Judgment Day, I don't think they're done yet. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I give the match an 8 out of 10. Uh, it was actually one of the better ones, in my opinion. I had predicted a 7 out of 10. So I'm bumping it to an 8, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Over to Brian for this match. Yeah, it was it was nice to, to, you know, hometown crowd. You know, she had the pop she got coming out was great just in general. I'm surprised she wasn't crying. I'm sure she was welling up, you know, tearing up on the way down to the ring. But, like, the pop she got when her music hit. So, you know, so, yeah, you know, she's, she's, she is a really good wrestler. She really is. Um, I would, I would definitely like to see another Rhea Zelina uh, feud. And I'm sure, I'm sure some way down the line we will. You know, I, I do believe that Zelina will be a women's championship champion at one point in WWE before her career is over. Um, when that is, I have no idea. It would probably have to mean that Bianca, Oscar, Becky, Charlotte are all injured or not in the stop business you right anymore. There, Brian. I'll tell you when Selena's you know. going to be champion. You ready for this? Once she wins Money in the Bank yep, in 2023, she is she is this yep. year's Liv Morgan. I could see that happening. Um, yeah. I I see it. So I, I, could, I could see that happening. Yeah, I don't know about twenty twenty three. Maybe twenty twenty four. Bank. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Yes, we are, but that's we're, fine. We're, we're way jumping the gun today. But yeah, definitely for match rating, uh, definitely a yeah. a eight out of ten for sure. Um, it was definitely the better of the women's matches. Obviously, we knew. Zelina wasn't going to win in front of her hometown crowd. That's, you know, that says, but Rhea's just got way too much momentum and drive right now. So I'm I'm glad that they're pushing Rhea. I'm glad it's the whole Judgment Day thing, but they need to get rid of a certain puppet that fall or pet that follows her around uh, for her to become great. Puppet's going to be the next United States champion at some point. Not U.S. champion, Intercontinental champion, I think, at some point. All right, over to, over to Scotty Man. for his thoughts. So we all knew that Ve- Ve- there was no scenario in which Vega was going to walk out of here with a SmackDown Women's title. But um, she, she dedicated the match to her late father. So between that and the, and the hometown crowd, that was more more enough reason for her to be emotional. Um. This was actually the second shortest match, clocking in at uh, just over seven minutes. But even with it being short, it was still a pretty good match. Um, B plus. Uh, the crowds were real, is really what drove drove uh, how good this this match was. Uh, standing behind Vega, between the, the hometown, the LWO. <clears throat> I think. 
think Selena is definitely going to be set up mm-hmm. to be the uh, Mrs. Money in a Bank. Not a line. Over to Dr. Love to finish out this match. All right. Well, definitely, I will say this right off the bat. Um, amazing match. Uh, Zelina Vega did a lot better than what I thought she was going to. Um, fight, in a crowd, fight in front of her hometown crowd. Obviously, we all knew that she wasn't going to win it. But still... She put on an amazing show with Rhea, and I would love to definitely see them go at it again down the road. Um, her past gimmicks would never worked out, and I didn't like it. I like I didn't find anything that was really like pulling me towards her, but with her with the LWO and uh, this match, you know, I'm starting to starting to pay attention more. Um, definitely think she's going to win Money in the Bank um, down the line, and she will get her chance as champion. I know I feel I have a feeling she will. Um, what did I give the match rating before uh, Big Tim? Seven. We're going to go ahead and bump that up to an eight. So, very, very good match between both uh, su- superstars. So, um, we're going to go ahead and yes, let's so move on to match, the next card here. The next match is Bad, next Bad match. Bunny against Damian Priest. Bad Bunny, of course, won the match. But what a match it was. Bad Bunny can wrestle. Yes, he can. Uh, I'll start out as I have been the entire time. Bad Bunny can wrestle. I gave the match originally an eight, a nine. That's a nine, nine and a half match. Um, I wouldn't. I would sit here and watch that match over and over again if I could, just because of how good it was. I don't know how about the rest of you, but I would love to do that on a weekly basis at least. That and how the how into the match the crowd was. I mean. I can't remember which one of the four of us made the comment earlier. I think it was Scotty on how how hot the crowd was for, for just wrestling in general. But when Bad Bunny came out, you had the LWO come out. You had, was it Savio Vega come out? Carlito came out. You know, yes, this is wrestling in Puerto Rico. Nine, nine and a half. Over to to Scotty. What did you think? This was the best match of the night. I mean, returns from Savio Vega, Carlito, the LWO, get involved. I mean, say what you will about celebrities getting involved involved with matches, but I'll tell you what, Logan Paul and Bad Money, they can they can wrestle, and they're they're good. This crowd was hot for this match. Uh, seeing ba- seeing Finn Balor and Dom take a beating before getting run off. Savio Vega with the karate moves. Man, Carlito looks jacked. They gotta find a way to bring him him back full full time. I mean, I know he's probably busy with the 
with his uh father's territory and uh down down there, but uh I'd love to see Carlito back full time. I agree with that. I would love to see that too. Over to Dr. Love. Oh my god, this match definitely a ten out of ten match. Um was not expecting Carlito. That's for sure. Jacked up Carlito. Um, compared to his last reemergence within the WWE, which was, I think, the Royal Rumble a couple years ago. Since then, whoo, that man, he lost, he puts on some muscles. Um, kind of had a feeling Savio was going to, and I think I said his name wrong. Um, I have a feeling he was going to make an appearance in the match considering he made an appearance at the beginning of the show. Um, and, of course, the LWO get involved. It was oh, probably the best match of the night. That's for sure. Um, I enjoyed every minute of it. And seeing that Bad Bunny putting on a show, yeah. He, uh, him and Damian Priest amazing amazing work um and the only reason why logan paul does what he does and you know i I have more respect for him but gotta give credit where credit's due he was trained by my guy the miz you know gotta gotta throw that in there since we did mention logan paul but um who knows what's gonna happen here down the road uh love to see more of what's to come agreed and over to brian Uh, what did I think I gave this one a 9 out of 10? Because I didn't want to top the bloodline. Zane and... 7.5. I lowballed the crap out of this match. This match was so much better than that. I thought it was going to be your typical gimmick match, but the swinging kendo sticks... Ugh. It's my favorite thing in the world. Who doesn't like a good beating by a kendo stick? I mean, the match was amazing. You know, of course, of course, you get Carlito coming back looking like, I don't know, he's been lifting weights every day for his, his last 20 years of his life. Although I know he hasn't been gone that long, but still, you know, it was just Savio Vega being there. And then, of course, like you guys mentioned previously, Damien, you know, Working with Bad Bunny is probably one of the best things that could have happened for both of them. I mean, when he brought him into WrestleMania, what was it, two years ago? And, you know, you got to see the first ever Bunny Destroyer. And then he hits it a couple, I think he hit it twice. Twice at, at uh, Backlash. I know at least once. But, uh, Bad Bunny just, that's, it's been, I guess it was, if I remember correctly, it was a dream of his to wrestle and be part of, you know, any type of wrestling organization. But for him to come and be the biggest recording artist out of uh, Puerto Rico and put on a show like that in front of his home country, uh, absolutely phenomenal. I definitely, I'm 100% sure that this was a 10 out of 10 match and nobody's going to change my mind about it. Best match of the night. I will say that. I'm going to go on a limb. That's uh, I definitely agree with that. Two more matches, and that'll wrap up the back the uh, Backlash card. 
Uh, the Bloodline against Riddle, Owens, and Zayn. Uh, none of us got this match prediction correct. We all said this was going to continue the downfall of the Bloodline, but we didn't account for Solo Sokoa. And now the storyline is the Usos can't win without Reigns and Sokoa. So, and we'll get to Knight of Champions in a little bit. Uh, but that I think that's going to play into the Night of Champions matchup coming up. Um, I give the match an eight and a half. I'm actually lowering my bloodline uh, predictions a little bit for once. I'm of the opinion that we can never have enough Solo Sokoa. Uh, and I do think Matt Riddle taking the pin was the right choice. But I'm starting to get a little tired of the of the uh, when are they going to turn on each other uh, part of the bloodline story. Uh, just do it already. If you're going to do it, just do it. I don't know how the rest of you three feel, but that's how I feel and I'm sticking to it. So I'm going over to Scotty next here. Yeah, this match was a bit overbooked, but it served its purpose. Uh, got got some storyline advancements for the Bloodline. Uh, started off with Jay Zane. Jay acting like he's all hot shit for getting a getting a takedown, only to immediately pay for it from a with a clothesline from Sammy. There's some communications issues between Jay and Sakoa. Uh Sammy knocks Solo off the apron with a hell. Hell of a kick. Hits one on Jay. Solo saves him. Solo almost hits Jay with a spike. They get into another argument. But uh, Solo gets the win over Riddle, which I think is the right choice. And it's a slow burn here. They'll, they'll, you'll get the... We'll get the... The implosion between the bloodline eventually. You know, like I said, slow I burn. Agree. We'll get we'll there get eventually. That's just I'm one that's like, come on, just do it already. No, I hate waiting. Over to Doctor Love. What did you think? Well, it was definitely um, not what I in- anticipated with. I- Figured it would have been a little bit better. Um, pretty much, I agree with what everything you guys have said so far. You know, with Solo making the pin, which was the right move, obviously. Um, we all thought, we all predicted wrong, but um, I just think things, the match could have gone a little bit better. Um, but yeah, you gave like, this what match one, rate? What match rating did I give uh, this? Eight and a half. Uh, we're gonna drop that down to seven and a half. Um, I really put that up there because of what we've seen in the past. But you know, I just. I, I like you, Tim. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to, you know. Come, not come to an end, but but wait for it to move over. 
But as uh, Scotty said, it's a slow burn. You, you know, it's like you're cooking food here. You don't want to turn up the heat too fast or else you're going to burn it and then it's going to be bad. Um, but I think I think things could have been better off. It was just, I mean, I would say I've done it like a three on two uh, between Sammy and KO versus Jay and Jimmy and Solo. I really don't think, like, randomly Matt Riddle getting involved, but I guess that's because of Solo getting rid of a lot of the, uh, put him on the shelf for a bit, but, you know. But that's that's uh, my story, and I'm sticking Over to Over to it. Ryan. You know, they need to turn the flame up to medium, because this, you know, medium medium low heat things starting to get to us. They need to turn it up to medium high, get this thing rolling, get the turn to happen. And I, I so want to see a Samoan spike on Jay. And then I want to see the reaction of Jimmy. And I want to see it happen to him too. It, it's going to be a glorious day when that happens. This match was just, it just was too much sometimes. Because it's just your typical, like, like, I like that they're, like, kind of showing that they're going to maybe split up the bloodline. Or going with the Sami Zayn route, there's fractures in the bloodlines, there's crack in the bloodline. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's all going to implode after the next pay-per-view or premium live event that we're going to be talking about. And I'll give you my thoughts on that when we get there. But, uh, yeah, this, this definitely, I don't know what my rating was, nor do I care right now because it's a six. It wasn't that good of a match. They did do the right thing by having Riddle take the pin, but it was a six. All right, we're moving on to the final match on the card, which was the Rhodes-Lesnar match. Uh, one of us got the prediction right, two of us did not. Rhodes beat Lesnar, and I was one of them who got it wrong. I just didn't see how you could let Lesnar lose right after he goes back to being the bad guy. That we all know he usually is. Uh, the match was alright. The finish was eh. So I'm giving the match overall a 7.5. And, and I'm that's all I have to say about that. So I'm going to go to Brian next. Because he's been going last uh, for the last two or three uh, reviews here. You know what? It, it's fine. You can save the best for last all the time. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. The way they ended it was kind of why. That's that's literally what I said was after I watched it was why. Why would you have it end that way? Uh, no. You know what match that reminded me of? Oh yeah. Lashley, Lashley, Lesnar. He's got him in a hurt lock. And then Brock rolls over for a cheap win. It it just I saw that and I was like, literally they just replayed the same match with Brock that he had with Les Lashley. Only they reversed the roles this time. And uh, yeah, it was it's it had its moments, but like seven seven out of ten is probably a decent one to give it. But there, I don't know who was in charge of this one. They got the matches, except for, like, two of them all wrong. I don't know what Paul was thinking about with his bookings here, but 
Hopefully he'll do better soon. And move it along for the summertime and get a thing going. Yes. That that's Over all I have to, to say about Dr. that. Love I was next, disappointed. Well, I think the match could have been produced so much better. It really could have been. Um, the fact that Brock got the crimson mask though was interesting, but yeah, the 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 cheap cheap point at the end. I think we're gonna mm-hmm. see another Brock versus. Well, we are seeing another Brock versus Cody match here coming up. Um, so just so you guys know, that spot with Brock hitting his head on a turbuckle was actually planned by Brock. That's the only reason why they let it happen. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what match rating I gave it. Gave it. Um, but it 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 was literally the third shortest match of the night at nine minutes, almost nine minutes. Um, I think actually, in fact, I think I just turned it off when I, you know, halfway through because like this is this isn't just so blech. But yeah, so that that that's that's could have been done so much better. But you know, I'm ready for Cody to move back on, move up, uh, move on from Brock and get back onto the title belt hunt. And over to Scotty to finish us out. Cody Rhodes needs wins, guys. Brock Lesnar doesn't need wins. Cody Rhodes needs wins. This was 150% the right outcome. You know, argue the ending, the, the finish was cheap, and I agree with you. It was cheap. And you guys had to know that this was gonna be this was gonna be a beatdown. But this was one this was definitely the right outcome. Cody Rhodes needs wins. Brock Lesnar doesn't. Brock Lesnar can go back to the world, back to a title hunt whenever he wants. But right now, the focus is on Cody and building him up towards, presumably, Mr. Money in the Bank. He needs wins. He needs some momentum. They're going to give it to him. However, yeah, I, I can definitely see see it. the the main The main problem for me was getting over the fact that Lesnar had just gone back to the dark side, and you have somebody who needs a win in Cody versus somebody who just went back to the dark side in Brock. What's going to give? I'm actually kind of surprised looking back at the predictions that I did not predict a double disqualification. (laughs) Because of the situation that we found ourselves in at the... I... I was on yeah. that route too, but I was so like, I'm actually gonna have no, a, they're going to actually uh, have a clear winner at some point. At the end of the episode here for just a second. So I want to thank, thank Scotty for coming on. Thank uh, Brian for coming on again. This has been our Backlash Review. This is Big Tim signing off for now.